Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast. Drop your trick-or-treat bag every month. <laughs> yeah, every every month or yeah. so. Yeah, so somewhere around there. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And uh, we are back with the episode we said we are going to do for Halloween. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about 1985's classic Fright Night. Um, the Fright Night. Yes. Fright. Welcome to Fright Night. Welcome to Fright Night. <laughs> Welcome to Fright Night. <laughs> Blaze even has his Fright Night shirt on to celebrate. Yes. Um, and uh, It says, that's pretty Fright. <laughs> yes. And it's pretty neat. <laughs> Um, you may be asking, hey, where you guys been? But probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> not. Um, we got a new interface. Yes. And we wanted to wait until the interface came in. To improve the sound so everyone could stop hounding me. <laughs> yeah, so people were just like, it's so staticky. I can't understand. And some, some of the sound quality is bad. Well, now hopefully it's better. And if not, then Blaze wasted a lot of money and... I'm still scot-free either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, no, we want to make sure we give you guys a better listening experience and want to go back to our actual mics instead of our um, USB, USB ones. microphones. Yeah. They weren't cutting it. No. So, um, here we are. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully this is creaming all your pants. Out there, you're like, oh, it's so sultry. I'm sure people are so excited. Watch me put it up, it'll be like, <laughs> uh, but what's been going on with you, buddy? Not much. Yeah, how was your thing? We're, we're recording this post Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving? Great, it was great. Um, you didn't travel, nope. Mom came here, and Paige had to work both days because retail's fucking shitty. Yep. But we all had a great time, and it was nice that we were able to have a dinner ready for Paige when she was off, and then we played Jackbox party games with Mom, and she really liked that, and uh, oh yeah, no, I showed her uh, Christmas Vacation. She's never seen it. Really? She had never seen Christmas Vacation. Oh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then... uh, Paige found out that me and Mom have both never seen Christmas Story. Really? No. That overrated movie? Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> Don't tell her that. A lot of people do. I, I think it's fine. I think it's 100% fine. Bob Clark, the director of Christmas Story, made a better Christmas movie before Christmas Story. Called? Black Christmas. Oh, same guy. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was like, why is that so familiar? Yeah. Bob Clark already made an amazing Christmas movie, and that's a must-watch for me every season. Christmas Story can take it or leave it. I, I know that's going to make a lot of people upset because a lot of people love that movie. I can't leave Christmas Vacation or the Jim Carrey's The Grinch out. I have to watch both those every year. I, I can do without the Jim Carrey Grinch. <laughs> I know you guys love it. Uh, You're wrong. Boris Karloff all day for me. Oh, Carrie. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> it's the best thing that's come from that. It's just that joke. Um, that was last holiday. Yeah, um, we're bringing it back. The, the only, the only Christmas movie. Well, I mean, there's a few Christmas movies I always gotta watch, but the one that's that I always have to watch. I usually watch on Christmas Eve is Scrooged. Oh with yeah, Bill Murray, which is my favorite Christmas movie. That's a great one. Um, and then you know, we're, we're, we've already started. Me and Warren have already started watching Christmas movies when we were at our brother's house <gasps> um, over Thanksgiving Fuck. weekend. Uh, we watch Elf. Because okay. it was on. I think it's an instant Christmas classic. I like that movie a lot. I think it's cute. Um, and then last night we watched Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. So <laughs> that's, two Christmas, that's the two Christmas movies we watch. Yeah. Which we did an episode on Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 at one point, didn't we? Mm, we did. One, two, and three? We did one, two, and three. Yeah. And we were going to do four. But we decided not to because it's barely a Christmas movie. <laughs> three, you can just. Three's. Good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it it's Bill Mosley, so it's good. Yeah, but he doesn't even say anything. It's Bill Mosley. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what about that one movie we tried to watch here a few weeks ago with Bill Mosley? And then we turned it off. Which one was it? It's the one we watch after Candy Corn. 
I don't think we actually really got into There's it. There's this though, movie right? where Bill Mosley's watching his mom, his his character's mom, uh, in pornos. Oh yeah, and but he may be a serial killer. Probably is. If you had to watch your mom fuck, you're probably gonna kill at least like one person yeah, in your life. <laughs> that's something you never want to see. Yeah, um, and if you do it intentionally, you watch it. You're definitely killing somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bill Mosley. True. Sunday Night Daily Night Part 3 is terrible, though. Yeah. Well, I finally got some Christmas shopping out of the way, which was nice. Yeah. I got most of my Christmas shopping done. I still have a couple more things for a couple more people, but everyone immediately near me that can judge me for not having a present has a present. (laughs) Good, because I would judge you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're about to be balls deep in the Christmas season. Um, Then we're going to get deep into those horror movies. Which ones? Jack Frost 2. No oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we talked about Jack Frost 1 mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. The world's most pissed off snow. So we girl. might as well do Jack Frost 2. Um, we didn't do any Thanksgiving movies, but I did go see Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. And you had rave reviews about it. I did have rave reviews about it. Um, me and Lauren once saw it uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, and uh, we had a great time. That movie is, uh, for anybody that doesn't remember, most horror fans already know, 16 years ago, (laughs) there was a little movie called Grindhouse, (laughs) and uh, two features, Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino. Rob Zombie. uh, Well, Rob Zombie, Eli Roth, and Edgar Wright made little fake trailers that went between the two features made by the... uh, those two directors. I mean, it was a whole experience. It was awesome. I saw in theaters. I fell in love immediately. Well, Eli Ross fake trailer was called Thanksgiving. Uh, and 16 years later, he finally got to make it as a movie, which listening to an interview with him has been a film idea between him and his childhood friend who co-wrote this screenplay with him, uh, since they're 12 years old. Is his childhood friend also in the industry or I think so. Okay. I guess so. But they wrote, uh, They've been meaning to write this movie for years, and they finally figured out how to make it work, and it does work. Um, it is one of the best slashers I've seen in a while. It's really, really fun. It's better than the last three Halloween films and the last two Scream films, um, and only two of those movies are worth even saying. Like mm-hmm. that put up most of a competition. It's the first Halloween out of this last trilogy, and the first Scream out of the last two. <laughs> Um, but it's really fun. It's, uh, it's an instant holiday classic. I think, um, Eli Roth, I think is getting better as a director just as it goes on. I think that he's just, it has a great mix of dark comedy and violence and and all that. And it's well, something I, I kind of respect about him is he's willing to try something different, you know, like, you know, before Rob Zombie said, I'm going to do the Mudsters. He was like, I'm going to do a kid's movie. Yeah. And it was good, unlike the yeah. monsters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've said it in podcasts prior that I respect both of them for just doing what the fuck they kind of want to do. Yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> like the Kevin Smiths of horror, except they're better at making movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both of them are better at making movies than Kevin Smith. And Kevin Smith will probably agree. Uh, but yes, uh, Thanksgiving is really fun. It's been getting... I'm, I'm happy because people are loving it. It's made... Uh, it broke a record of some sort for Thanksgiving weekend. Um, like it's, I think it made a lot this past weekend um, over the holiday weekend. And so it's just been growing. Oh, um, true. So uh, that's good. Cause I you think, know, Blumhouse broke with their record too. Yeah. With five nights of Freddy. Yeah. Highest grossing Blumhouse, which is though. insanity <laughs> more than Halloween. Yeah. That's crazy. More than get out. <laughs> Well, okay. But as such a as a kid, as a niche audience of like children. Yeah. yeah well, not only because only babies play that game. Oh. You know, little <laughs> babies play Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell on you. Um, no, but um, I think Get Out makes sense in the the thing that there. Were, I think there was a lot of reservations about you know Jordan going out and directing that because it was like all we knew him from was mad tv and the key and peel show and you know we could do with horror yeah and we were like "Eh, we'll see what happens and then it ended up being awesome but i think most people discovered it after it was out of theaters yeah 
Uh, probably a lot. Um, but still, more than like the first Halloween, the 2018 Halloween. I just see why Halloween ends or Halloween kills and make a lot of money. But Halloween 2018, I thought it was like the gangbusters. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's awesome. I still have to watch it. Um, we almost watched it last night, actually, before we put on Silent Night, Daily Night Part 2. Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I- we watched it because we had to pay attention and it was free. <laughs> well, it's on not only that. You haven't played it, so it probably won't make any sense to you. So no, no. Um, but speaking of Scream, Matthew Lillard's a good in it though. Yeah, I saw that he's in it. And, yeah, and yeah, he's a big part of it. Speaking of Scream again, <laughs> um, between that Thanksgiving, my comparison, uh, some shaky waters for Scream Seven. Oh, you ain't kidding! <laughs> what a bullshit reason to boot her. So um, it's like you agree with. Like over half the population. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Melissa Brewer, yeah, sorry, um, has been fired from Scream Seven. Um, for I'll let you explain it, Blaze, because you'll probably explain it better than I will, because you actually did more research on it. <laughs> so, as we're talking about the, you know, very sensitive topic, the Israel-Palestine conflict, um. And I'm just going to say it. They're genociding that shit. Like, they are not being cool. <laughs> um, and we're, you know, we only support Israel because that's just what we do. And, you know, she, along with most other people who live here, are like, hey, uh, could you stop genociding Palestine? Mm-hmm. And they're like, absolutely not. And she mentioned that on her Facebook or Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it is. Elon's stupid fucking dickhole must. Um, and he, uh, she posted how it was uh, genocide. And it, it might as well be the world's largest concentration cap c- camp because they're trapping them there. Mm-hmm. They cut off food, water, electricity, and then they're bombing hospitals. Like, okay. <laughs> like, and it's like, that got her booted from the movie? Yep. Which is insane to me. Yep. Makes no damn sense. But Jenna Ortega left because of that, too. Uh, allegedly, she did. Oh, she's, the, her, an interview with her was saying that that was part of it. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she said part of it. She said part of it, but I think but it was more because she was filming Wednesday. Wednesday season two is why mm-hmm. she left. But she's like, no, I'm leaving because of this. Like, are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, if she wants to support her, I mean, that's great. She did leave because of that. Um, so because of that, Scream 7 is looking like it's a bit shambles, at least following the storyline that fell for the last two movies. Uh, really the, the movie before the last one, because the last movie was basically just a repeat of everything that fucking just happened in the movie previous to that without saying anything interesting to add on to it. Right. <laughs> um, I, uh, so it seems, and connecting back into Thanksgiving, <laughs> um, that the plan for Scream 7 is that they're going to go and try to get Nev Campbell to come back. That ain't happening. And try to get Patrick Dempsey to come back, who's in Thanksgiving. Um, who, and he was in Scream 3 as her love interest. Um, and who her character married. You hear reference that. That's yeah. Married. Um, Patrick Dempsey... And Nev Campbell probably won't do that movie. Patrick Dempsey may, but Nev, I, Nev Campbell has no reason to come back. And also, do we care if they come back? I. It doesn't matter if the story sucks. It doesn't matter if the people fired her. Like, I don't want to support that movie if, like, the studio or whatever fired her for having a, a, an opinion. Um, you know, an opinion that's not excessively shitty whenever we have people that say way worse things to have like careers. Okay, okay. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I'm like, well, <laughs> like there's a there's a cap on it and it's kind of like if it was something crazy that she said, like com- you know, like name dropping the Holocaust or something. Yeah, right. Which I won't say it, but whatever. But uh which you know, that, you know, that's an off-topic thing. You don't talk about that. Like, you don't use racial slurs or anything like that. 
But it's like there are some people who said some horrendous shit who still get away with it. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to me, especially in an opinion that's kind of agreed on on most of the populace. Yeah. So because yeah. it's very rare. I, I meet somebody on either side that is like, yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> like, Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's awful. And I think it sucks that she got fired for having her opinion and saying that it's bad and all that. But it seems like, I mean, we won't get into it. We won't get into the politics of it and all that. But it does seem like a lot of people have been defending. Getting, well, they have, but a lot of people have been getting like fired from things and stuff like that for voicing an opinion about the conflict and stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's very, it's, it's pretty sad. I think um, yeah. just in general. Um, but yeah, so scream seven, who gives a shit? If yeah. It's, if it's as good as scream six, then I definitely don't care. But new playable character in dead by daylight since yesterday, we got Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. got Chucky, I which I got to admit, Sounds like it would make the game hard if he's as small. Like, he could hide way better. Like, that would make he, that game a lot harder. And I think he is small. He is, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they like made him like people size or anything like that. Yeah. And they made a weird announcement with the Texas Chainsaw game. And I didn't know it was a thing, but... You had to play... You had to have Leatherface on the team. Yeah. And they just took that away, which is like, why? Like, yeah. to be honest, Leatherface is probably like the harder person to play. Yeah. Like, I get away with Hitchhiker much better. Yeah. But I think that's also why, I, I mean, I think it's cool, especially if they're going to be introducing more characters, you know, as DLC and stuff like that. Or yeah. Game, and that they want to have it to where you can play as three other characters that aren't fucking Leatherface. Yeah. And, you know, the, the servers are still going pretty good with it. I would say it was, I wouldn't say straight up competing with Dead by Daylight servers because that's still really active after all this time. Yeah. Yeah, because it's solid. Yeah, it's a solid game. Especially since Friday the 13th. Uh, Horrible serv- game? No, it was a really good game, but their servers went down finally. I hated that game. Why? It wasn't fun, and yeah, all the, the animations were horrible. It's the first of its kind, though, I'll as far as those. If you want to close the door, because <laughs> somebody's being a loud little miss. I don't think it's picking up, but still. Yeah, just in case. We did. we have a dog barking in the other room. We don't want she, it. She's up. old and she likes to bark <laughs> at any sound she hears. Oh, don't you do it. Thank you. <laughs> what was he going to do? Oh, he was going to start scratching at the door. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make you have to pay for this when you move out. Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> he could come in. He'll just sit here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he was fine. Yeah. He's just like, you've abandoned me. I don't me. want him to go. Not the barky one. <laughs> you were just you were just hanging out, Lucha. I'm just cute. Yeah. Um But yes, um I, I haven't played Dead by Daylight in a while. I need to get back into it. Yeah, well we can play together. It's cross platform. I would I would rather kill myself. Anyways, okay. <laughs> next story. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> um what other news stories we got? Um Terrifier three. Terrifier 3 trailer. Uh, and poster. Well, they put the poster out first and the announcement. Yeah. And then they put like a trailer the next Sad day. Sad we're going to have to wait that long. It is a Christmas movie. For next Christmas. Yeah, but I think it comes out. Does it come out December or does it come out October? I think it's coming out next October. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the trailer. <laughs> I didn't either because um, I know what a tra- Terrifier trailer is going to yeah, look like. I know exactly what And don't get me be. wrong. I like Terrifier, but I know what it is. I like you know ter- what it is. I like Terrifier 2. Yeah. Um, Terrifier 1 is... It's I mean, shabby. for the budget, it's fine. Yeah. But Terrifier 2 is legitimately really good. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do, even though I'm tired of fucking hearing about Terrifier and Arthur Clown. <laughs> I am really tired of hearing uh, about it. But I, I am excited for it, because the second one was I'm tired really of that motherfucker ditching me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we need to get Malvolia on here still. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, she said yes. We just didn't do it. Yeah, we have some guests that we uh, we always say that we have some guests. We have, we have some guests that, that we're, we're not going to respond to. Yeah, they're um, like oh, we're like please be on our show, and then it's like okay, and then it's like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have, a little too willing. <laughs> well, we we had to get the interface set up and all that, and yeah, 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 our situation before we would be able to record, anyways. So. Um, but yeah, Terrifier 3, that's going to be awesome. Another movie coming out next year, uh, Nosferatu. 
Yep, Nosferatu. We got some pictures of that. Yeah, Looks good. The new one for Robert Eggers. What's his name? Todd. Todd. Tom. Tom. The guy who, who's playing. Uh, playing who? <sighs> playing Nosferatu? No, not playing Nosferatu. Oh. What? Fuck, I can't remember his name. Uh, the, Keanu Reeves' character. Keanu Reeves' character? Oh, wait, I'm thinking the wrong movie. What the fuck are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about the guy are you who's in a like, stroke? the great, and he's in the... <laughs> what are, you, are you having yeah, a fucking having a stroke? stroke. <laughs> um, he's in what? He's in the great, and he is Beast in X-Men First Class. Oh, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, he is the protagonist in... Nosferatu. I've been enjoying his acting a lot lately. No, he's good. Um, and also, I think it's funny that his last two movies have both been about vampires. They have been. He's also the new. Um, he's also the new Lex Luthor for the James Gunn Superman movie. Hmm. Is James Gunn? <laughs> yeah, it's James Gunn. James Gunn doing a Superman movie sounds. It's probably gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, probably, I mean it'll definitely be better than the Superman movie we got. Yeah, but it all sounds like kind of like a Justice League movie because there's like Green Lantern in and uh, Mister Terrific and shit. Do they have they casted Green Lantern? Yeah, it's fucking uh, Nathan Fillion, but it's uh, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. No shit, <laughs> it's Nathan Fillion. Yeah, damn, that's cool. So it's pretty fun. That's <laughs> because at first I thought you said Nathan Fielder. No. I'm like, that would be fucking incredible. No, no It's Nathan. me, Green Lantern. No, Nathan Fillion. Nathan for you. The great Nathan Fillion from uh, Firefly and mm-hmm. a lot of James, all, all James Gunn's movies. He's at least in a little bit role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Robert Eggers. He's been working on that Nosferatu movie for a long time, trying to get it made, and it's Did finally made. Did we get Willem made. Dafoe? Is that confirmed? He he's not he's not the vampire, but he's in it. He's in it. Fucking okay. uh, Skarsgård is Nosferatu. In it. I think that's a good choice. Yeah, no, I like Bill Skarsgård. He's good at playing creepy characters. Yeah, he's he's a good actor. He's a great actor. Uh, yeah, I just Skarsgård. I just I just find it funny because his brother was the star of Robert Eggers' last movie, The Northman. Oh yeah, yeah. That was other Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> Is he in the show Vikings? Which one's in the Vikings show? Oh no, that's their other brother. Jesus Christ! How yeah. many Skarsgård? There's three of them. Skarsgård. And then there's and then there's uh, Peter Skarsgård, who's not even related to him, <laughs> just has the same last name. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I think everybody's excited for that. Yeah, but we had to wait a whole year. Uh, and then we have it follows too, which I'm personally excited well, it's called about. they follow. They follow whatever. Yeah. yeah, I I am excited for uh, the new it follows. Um, it's been it'll be a decade since the first one came out. By the time this one comes Which, out, so. God, what a sleeper film that was! It was. Um, who doesn't like a horror movie? That's like, hey, STDs are they're pretty ghosts. scary, they're <laughs> but they're fucking ghosts. STDs are ghosts of past <laughs> sexual partners. <laughs> You want to get rid of it? Give it to somebody else. Gigi <laughs> <laughs> Allen was right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's all the news we got. Well, I did get Paige's Christmas present. She knows what it is, and it's kind of fun. What is it? Uh, we're going to the Holiday Drag Review. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, with Heidi and Closet and Brooklyn Heights, like all the big ones. Yeah, where's that going to be? It's going to be at the Johnny Mercer Center. Oh, it's going to be here at the Mercer Theater. Yeah, that's right. Also, yeah. between you and me, uh-huh. December 18th. And all the and all the listeners? December 18th. Uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> you close your ears. <laughs> uh, uh, they're playing Die Hard at the theater. For yeah, I know. Like, we, oh, saw, we, gotta do that. we saw that last night. Um I brought it up to Lauren. She's like, oh, that sounds fun. That's my impression of my partner. <laughs> and I'm just like, it does. She's like, we should do that. And I'm Can like, you do another lady's voice? Uh, yeah. Um, well, give, give me a lady to, to impersonate. Courtney Cox. Uh, so Courtney Cox is like, I was in Scream. And I'm like, you sure were. Neff Campbell. Uh, Neff Campbell's like, I want more money. Jesus Christ, he's good. <laughs> I know, it's pretty good. It's fucking spot on. <laughs> All right, well, if we're done, 
We can go to trailer time. <laughs> I guess we'll go to trailer time. Can you say it as uh, Jada Pickett Smith? <laughs> trailer time. Oh man, nailed it. <laughs> okay. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy. I know that, but look, Lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself. But it will do anything to protect its secret. This could be the night of your life. All right. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was <laughs> I thought that fart was literally going to finally break that chair. <laughs> My good wheelchair. <laughs> You're cheerleader like, this is about to break. And then you just made a rumbly fart into it. I thought it was going to blow into a thousand pieces. It's done for, man. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> It's Fright Night, 1985, written and directed by Tom Holland. A movie that really never gets old. No, it's it's a it's a, uh, a genre classic. Yeah, like if you haven't seen Fright Night, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Fright Night. Like, you great. need to go watch it because that was one of the movies. There were two movies that we have friends, Chris and Jess. They are not fans of horror movies. Mm. Not fans. Chris more so. He's getting into it more. Mm. But I, he was like, they were like, do you have something that like wouldn't scare the shit out of us and something we would have fun with? And I said, Serbian film, Serbian (laughs) film. Yeah. Now I said, Night of the Creeps, Fright Night. Mm. And they love both of them. Both good choices. You should have told them to double feature Night of the Creeps and Monster Squad. I was going to do that in a monster club. No, well, why say Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps is because it's, it's by the same guy. Oh, he did Monster Squad? Yeah, but they're also both celebrations of like two different periods of horror films. Like yeah. Monster Squad's like, oh, the Universal Monsters and being a kid, and then Night of the Creatures is about like <clears throat> the next generation of horror and celebrating that. So um Yeah, those always go well together, I think. Um anyways, yeah, Fright Night is um and they liked it. Oh, they loved it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing about Fright Night is because like, even if you're a little scaredy Nelly, like, you get the shivers at the drop of a dime. Like Lucha. Like Lucha. If it's a, there's an Xbox controller out or you're playing cards, he's out, man. His little bulgy chihuahua eyes <laughs> makes, you, makes him look neurotic and very concerned oh, and should have put his Christmas sweater on before you got here. Damn it. Damn it. Go put it on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's just chilling. Do it yourself. Um, he's, he's on my lap, so. Yeah, he's a cutie. Um, anyways, yeah, uh. It, Let's it, talk about my dog more. <laughs> it's, it's directed and written by Tom Holland. Um, I love Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, not the Spider-Man actor. I know you wanted to make that joke. <laughs> it looked like you're itching, but you were just like. I held back. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a good one. <laughs> I, just, I don't have a good one. This is me. Tom Holland's directorial debut, um. Prior to this, he was a screenwriter. Um, he had already written Psycho 2, which is great. Um, he also wrote um, uh, uh, Class of 1984, yeah, um, which is also great. And also has Roddy McDowell, who's in this movie, um, as well as just getting done writing the screenplay for Cloak and Dagger. Um I don't know if you remember that. He's a talented motherfucker. He is. And 
this is his directorial debut. The other movie he's known for directing is Child's Play. Um, yeah. So Tom Holland, uh, underrated as far as uh, a horror name goes, I think. I don't think people talk about him enough. Um, also did episodes of Tales from the Crypt um, and Masters of Horror, I believe, as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. Um, but, um, yeah, Tom Holland, I guess, while he was doing Cloak and Dagger, he was like, hey, you know it would be great is if we – I, I want to do a script. I'm tickled by the idea of a kid who – uh, next door vampire moves in, and uh, so every time you brought it up, you'd be like, "So there's this kid and a vampire moves in." He's like, "He's <laughs> 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 just <laughs> he's uh, that that uh, he he thought it'd be a great a great take on the boy who cries wolf mixed with a vampire story, where of course you go tell people, "Hey, a vampire lives next to me," but nobody will fucking believe him. He's like, "But I didn't see how he could make it work." Until around this time, people like Sven Gulli and Zachary and Elvira were real big at this time. And he's like, yeah, why not a horror movie host? And that's the only person that would believe him or he could work with. And it's like, and that's whenever I knew the script would work. Um, and then he said he had a ball writing it and all that. Um, he had a ball while writing it? He, he sucked some balls <laughs> while writing it. Oh. <laughs> Tom Holland is also uh, gay. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I hope that didn't come into the child's play thing. Um, just kidding. He's not, but I like getting sued for slander. <laughs> <laughs> it's not slander. <laughs> the bad thing is you calling it slander. <laughs> Why? He's not, though. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, um, he, of course, went and... Uh, his agent introduced him to Roddy McDowell, um, who plays in the movie our uh, Vampire Hunter. Well, first of all, should we should we tell the plot for anybody that doesn't know Fright Night or hasn't seen Fright Night? We can give a brief summary. I don't think we need to do more than that. All right, well, go for it. So uh, we start. I mean, it's it. I mean, it's pretty much what you explained. It's a kid who lives next to a vampire who's moved into an old house. Uh, people are dying in the neighborhood and he knows it's the vampire because he's seen those people go into the house Mm -hmm. but nobody believes him because vampires aren't real so it just keeps you know spinning out of control he brings his friends into it people are thinking he has mental problems so finally they go and meet with the horror show host and he is like okay look if it's gonna put him in danger i'll help you out and we'll go there and we'll just do a little fake test. And also, he completely doesn't believe that vampires exist. Yeah. And he's just doing it for money. <laughs> well, well, at first. At first, until Cause they... he's Because he's about to get evicted from his apartment. Yeah, um, but then, then, then he feels bad because yeah. he's a good person. Yes. But he uh, calls. Uh, what's the vampire's name? I forget his name. Oh, Jerry Dandridge. Jerry Dandridge. Thank you. Dinkelberg. <laughs> That's why it kept coming to mind. But um, so he calls Jerry, who is our vampire played by Chris Sardonis. Chris Sarandon. Sarandon. Why do I say Sardonis? Every fucking time. Why do I say Sardonis? She's going to mispronounce it. Just like, whatever. Forever. Forever and ever, I will. Just think about it. You his... know him from Princess Bride. Just, yes, he's, he's the prince. You know him as. Uh, uh, Jack Skellington, not the singing voice, but the talking voice. Yeah, um, he's in many a thing. Many uh, a things. You he's know like, him for being married to Susan Sarandon at one point. I didn't that, know Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon had a kid. Yeah, they, I mean they were together for a long time. They were yeah. together a lot longer than Chris Sarandon, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he calls him, and is like, "Oh, you know, we just want to make sure he's okay." And, you know, just convince him you're not a vampire. He's like, would you mind maybe drinking holy water or bring crosses? He's like, oh, I'm found again. I think that's blasphemous. And for some reason, they're like, not teed off that that's weird a little bit. <laughs> like, just a teeny bit. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll just do tap water. So they bring it in. And uh, they all go to his house. And he drinks the tap water. And it's fine. 
And he's like, oh, fuck, like you lied to me. Like you didn't give him real holy water. And then as they're talking, he pulls out a mirror to check something on his face. And he noticed that uh, Jerry Dandridge is not in the mirror. So now he knows that he was right. He really is a vampire. Or it's the worst mirror ever. Or it's a terrible mirror. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't like, work. But uh, so, yeah. And then they come back uh, after Jerry Dandridge kidnaps his girlfriend um because it looks like a lady in a picture and you think that's gonna go somewhere but really doesn't he just does it to lure him over there yeah and it was like you thought i want to fuck your girlfriend but really i want to fuck you (laughs) fuck you (laughs) no he wants to fuck ed remember (laughs) he wants to fuck everybody who is this excuse me miss ed (laughs) hey I would love to see the version of that movie where, where that is fucking Jerry Dandridge. Oh, Jerry, like, your cock's so slender. <laughs> You're so cool. You're so cool, Dandridge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much the movie. They they eventually team up after and save his girlfriend and kill Jerry Dandridge. Yeah. I mean, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> tale as old as time. Girl gets kidnapped by vampire. Nobody <laughs> believes kid that there's a vampire. Somebody believes kid there's a vampire. Jerry Dandridge just wants to fuck everybody. They all call it the the, the vampire debacle. Um, but yeah, Ray McDowell plays our um, horror host. Our horror movie host. His name is Peter Vincent, named after Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. Um, originally, uh, Tom Holland wanted Vincent Price to play peter vincent was Um, peter cushing gone at this time uh he was i think he was still alive at this time man i think peter cushing would have been a perfect peter Uh, probably um but vincent price was already in kind of like his health wasn't great um and he was trying to kind of stay away from horror movies for the last kind of part of his career um so he uh he declined respectfully um (coughs) Unlike other people that decline interviews with us, but are real fucking assholes. Um, <laughs> David. <laughs> but uh, also, that's a joke. We know that we're small potatoes. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't even say exactly who it is. No, but, you know who it is. <laughs> um, Roddy McDowell said that he didn't want to base his. Uh, He's like, even though it's named after Vincent Price and Peter Cushing, like I actually didn't base like how I acted after Vincent Price. He's like, because Peter Vincent is a way worse actor than Vincent Price. He's like, Vincent's a great actor. It's like my whole like process for the character. And also what Tom Holland said is that he um told all the actors to write like an essay about their own character. Right. About like what like what your characters likes are and what they're into and their backstory and everything like that and they'll help you play your character and i guess probably tying into that ronnie mcdowell was like oh well at one point he was in these movies they were all terrible and he's like desperate so he kind of had he became a horror movie host because nobody really cared even back whenever he was an actor like he's lower than the low and uh that's why he doesn't have a job like when we first in- get introduced to him. Like, he yeah. gets fired. Um, so he didn't base off of Vincent Price, which I think is interesting. Um, Chris Sarandon um, was very hesitant to take the role because he did a movie called The Sentinel. Um, and, <laughs> sorry, Lucha is distracted by my penny, thinks it's a toy. Um, <laughs> Chris Sarandon didn't want to was hesitant about doing another horror movie because uh, he did a movie called the Sentinel and he was not happy with the reception for it or doing it. Um, which is funny because Tom Holland wrote a movie called screen for help just prior to this movie. Um, and that went over not great. Also both were written by, uh, directed by Michael winner who directed death wish films um, and for all intents and purposes, it seems like a real piece of shit. Um, yeah, but he made the giggler, right? <laughs> he did the giggler. 
<laughs> in death wish three yeah yeah um that was my best goodwill find yeah death wish three is an amazing film um in all the wrong ways yes but she he died of a broken arm but he is an awful um apparently he was awful to work with and uh what's her name servina mm. from uh next gen uh, and Death Wish 3. Oh, oh, fuck. What is her name? She plays... Uh... Troy. Troy. Yeah, I know Troy. I'm trying to yeah. think of the, the name of the actress. Um, it's completely slipping right now. But uh, he treated her awfully on set. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so fuck that guy. And apparently these two didn't like working with him either. Um, so, But Tom Holland was able to talk Chris Randon into doing the movie. Um, Chris Randon apparently in the makeup chair since he had a background in theater. Um, if he wasn't meditating or like having like some way of like having his mind leave his body to like cope with the eight hour makeup sessions, it was for like the final part of the film to get him put in all that. Um, he said he would actually help put his own makeup on. He'd help put like the, his claws on himself and stuff like that. Cause he learned how to do makeup back when he was doing. Well, theater. yeah, I think that would actually help a lot. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, it was also his idea of having um, having uh, the love interest <laughs> look like his old lover. Yeah, they just didn't really do anything with that. No, but it was his idea. He's like, I want to have like a it'd be a little more fleshed out. Why I'm kind of after her. Mm. Uh, so it was his idea to have that's a good idea. Him look like his. Uh, romantic partner from before um also jerry dandridge eats a lot of apples we yes. noticed it on this viewing he eats a lot of apples throughout the film um that was chris randon's idea also he's like well he's a vampire so he's a descendant from bats so maybe he's from a fruit bat <laughs> so we'll just have apples <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll take it why not um let's see what else we got uh, this is a first first vampire film to be made for over a million dollars. Wow. Um, and it was a success in the box office. Um, and I think critically it was pretty well um, thought. I don't think it was too much of a cult film. Um, what else we got? Um, oh, Charlie Sheen originally auditioned for the role of Charlie Brewster. <laughs> You're shitting me. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, man. Young and, Charlie Sheen. And uh, Tom Holland's like, ah, you know, he just wasn't right. It's like, he's, uh, you see Charlie Sheen, and it's like, oh, well, this guy's already going to be like a hero. It's like, I need somebody that's like the teenager that nobody believes. Yeah. Um, so he said, no. The guy who will get bit rolls the rest of his career. <laughs> yes. Um, Roddy McDowell also based his performance uh a little bit off of uh, the Cowardly Lion from Wizard of Oz, like how Peter Vincent reacts to things when he's scared and stuff like that. Whatever he actually based up the lion from the Cowardly Lion. That's from. A, oh, yeah. Put him up. Put him up. Um, what else? I think we mentioned this back on our body double episode, but um, the nightclub scene in Fright Night is the same one that's used in Body Double. Um, what a great film. For the uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I like that movie. The Frankie Goes to Hollywood uh, scene in Body, Body Double. It's the same club. Um, it used to be a hardware shop that they turned into a nightclub. No, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, that's a big hardware shop shit. As well, uh, the, most of this movie was shot on Disney backlot. In fact, um, the neighborhood they use is the same neighborhood from Something Wicked This Way Comes. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, another really interesting fact I found out about this. Um, the FX team from Ghostbusters worked on this movie. Um, and uh, apparently one of the... So you know the beginning scene of Ghostbusters, the librarian ghost. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whenever the ghost finally, like, attacks, like, it turns, like, more monstrous. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a different design that they built. And the studio didn't like it because it's like that one is too scary for a PG rated film. So they still had this other puppet around and they use it in this movie. It's actually Jerry uh, 
at the end where he's like in his bat form that's gonna like all burn up and shit oh yeah that's the librarian ghost the other librarian ghost from ghostbusters i think the original librarian ghost is scary <laughs> it's super scary yeah. yeah um uh but i thought that was pretty interesting um all right so what we want to talk about with fright night uh well, what's your history with Fright Night like? Oh, man, Fright Night's an early one for me. Yeah. Like, I got a hold of Fright Night when I was pretty dang young. And I just remember... I think it was one of the earlier horror movies I watched because it was like... It wasn't scaring me as much. Like, when I was a kid, I was a little more susceptible to that kind of stuff until I got to, like, 14. And... Uh, there was just something about it that just had this kind of laid backness to it and it was just like i don't know like i think anyone could watch it and get some enjoyment out of it yeah i mean it's, it crosses it's, a lot of spans it does and i think it's you know not too scary um that it probably it's probably a really good gateway horror film yeah if you're starting just getting into horror um i think it's easily accessible it's not super gory it's not super bloody at all actually i think that the only running blood moment like is is uh whenever um she gets her neck bitten into or when he gets staked yeah there's not a lot of gore in it or a lot of blood no um, I, I think it's well, maybe just like everything the, fired on all the right cylinders yeah the evil head scene is that the stake you're talking about yeah the evil head scene is is uh pretty uh pretty graphic who's your favorite character in the movie oh i i mean i love i love peter vincent and i love jerry dandridge but just the ridiculousness of evil ed what what is evil Ed? <laughs> he's just like is he a bully is he a friend like we don't really know um i guess that people start bringing up like tom holland has commented on this where they're like, oh, Evil Ed, like, he's the gay kid that everybody, like, picks on. So, like, because of that, he's, like, a bully, kind of, or he tries to be a bully. When did everyone like, say he was gay? I guess people are saying, he's like, I never really thought of it that way. But it's like, I guess you could take it that way. He's like, I just always thought he was, like, that weird monster kid. Yeah, I mean, nobody ever bullied him in any of the scenes. No, but, but you kind of have that. I guess people just have a feeling like that. I mean, look at Evil Ed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the kid's a fucking nerd. Like, I mean... Non so he probably gets picked on. And he does get picked on. He gets picked on by Charlie. Yeah, just Charlie. He calls though, him evil. He he's like, Don't Charlie call me too. evil. Yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of a bully. They, they bully each other. They're yeah. frenemies. They're um, frenemies, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um uh, I like uh I, I like Evil Ed. Um and I think all the cast is good. I think that Jerry Dandridge is um an interesting kind of vampire. I think, I think around this time, between this and like Lost Boys and stuff like that, the vampire movie was kind of having a resurgence. And I think we talked about this way, 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 way back in our Lost Boys near dark episode, where around the mid '80s you kind of had this resurgence of vampire film because vampire movies really nobody knew what to do with them. So yeah. they made them hipper, they made them cooler, and they made them you know more aimed towards a wider audience. <laughs> and then it just peaked with vampires. Oh yeah, of course. Isn't how that right, Padre? <laughs> how can we ever get better than vampires? You can you really can? <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I think that um, that that Fright Night. See, people always say Scream changed everything, and I always disagree with it because I always use this movie as a reference. I was like, Scream was the first movie horror film where the characters are completely um they were completely aware of like modern horror movies and deconstructing it to face their yeah and no that no this was the same thing to, that to happened face this the movie. thing yeah fright night already did it and in some ways monster squad also did um <laughs> some ways um not as well as fright night yeah where you have where the the, the main protagonist takes her knowledge of film and horror movies to face the threat. Um, people always say Scream did that and it because it came thing out was, that it way. It almost wasn't to face the threat in Scream. It was like to use that in Scream. Well, yeah. Well, it came, it came off the wave of Clerks 
and Tarantino films where you have characters that are super aware of film and talk freely like we do about movies, like the po- like and Danny you know, podcast or anything like that. Yes. Um, yes, we talk about that also from time to time. Thank you, Blaze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if you didn't know, <laughs> but I think that I think that Fright Night does also. It just in the mid '90s is whenever using pulp culture references and freely talking about in movies was a thing that was a wave. Oh at yeah, that time. Um, but I think Fright Night was kind of already doing what Scream did ten years prior. You know, eleven years prior. Um, uh, uh, how do you feel about our main character played by William Ragsdale? Uh, Charlie? Charlie Brewster. I think he's perfect for the role. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Like, there's the problem is, is that he was perfect for that role, not a lot of other roles. He's in a lot. He's, he's a in a lot, yeah, but when he got good. older. Yeah. Um, and I'm not shitting on him. He's good. He's I good. Mean, I, don't, I don't To really, have even a bit role in something is a big deal. I don't like, know why you're shitting on him, but I mean. Yeah. I mean, you're being. No, real. I. I measure success a lot differently. Like, if you can make a living doing, like, entertainment, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what do you think of of uh, Amanda Bierce as Amy? She was fine. Amanda Bierce, who people may know best from Married with the Children. The neighbor. Yeah, she is. Um, who eventually leaves Steve. Uh, Marcy. Was it Steve was his name? The original husband? Yeah. Yes, what Ted? Or was it Ted? Ted Ted's the second husband, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um Yeah. I I just don't know if I really buy her chemistry with the other characters there. Which I believe that her and um the actor who played Evil Ed um were in a movie prior together. Um I almost believe their stuff more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, I mean I think that they um have kind of a, a relationship, uh, not a romantic relationship, but kind of like how they play off of each other. Right. Is more believable than I think her relationship with Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Chris Randon is just trying to fuck everybody. Yeah, that's true. Ed. <laughs> Especially evil Ed. Ed. Really? I mean, that's the thing. It's, They'll never pick on you. Again. It's the relationship is really between Jerry Dandridge and Ed. Um, what, what's your favorite part of Fright Night? Honestly, I would say the test is my favorite part of Friday Night. The test? Yeah, where he he goes and he doesn't believe in vampires. And then all of a sudden it was like, it was just the perfect little thing to happen to cause him to believe. Was it wasn't like, you know, he was he was thinking logically obviously and he was like no i'm not worried about the crosses i'm not worried about that people have their own beliefs it's fine whatever we're just doing this to help this kid out and then for any reason you could pull like back in those days you didn't have a a face forward phone so if you had to look at something you had to pull out a little mirror pulls out the mirror and it's just perfect timing and then you get the sense that jerry danridge realizes that he is uh aware that he's a vampire now yeah. too well the mirror is a complete reference to the 1931 dracula yeah exactly the, it's like the, slaps it out yeah, of little, yeah. <laughs> which has been getting memed a lot recently yeah um but uh yeah my, my favorite part is when evil ed uh gets killed um where he's like a werewolf. Oh, when he's staked in the heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because fair. I think I think that the creature effects on that in all yeah, of that is really good. Um I don't think that scene gets enough recognition. I mean, it's not as great as you know, American Werewolf in London or the howling no. transformation scenes, but it's a really great transformation uh uh monster effect for that. I mean, I'll just go out and say it, it's my favorite vampire movie. Fright Night? Fright Night. It's not mine, but it's very good. I know Near Dark's yours, right? Near Dark, it's either Near Dark or uh, Lost Boys. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Right? Um, I think so. Um, those are the ones I've rewatched probably the most. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of vampire movies. I know you're not as hot about vampire films as... I don't as, mind uh, them. I just feel like movies. half the time it's just like, let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... 
Uh, and I'm about it. <laughs> uh, well, fair. I'm about it. I'm like, let's murder. <laughs> I need a shirt that says, keep vampires fucking. <laughs> <laughs> make vampires fuck again. <laughs> make vampires fuck again. <laughs> Which I think they have been since the since, Twilight yeah. and all that. I mean, I think post-Twilight, it has been a problem. People like reclaiming vampires. Um, no, I mean, there's a lot of great vampire movies. What, but... Before we get too far in the weeds on that, what do you think of the uh, remake of Fright Night? The 20- I fucking hate it. <laughs> you don't. You hate it. I hate it. I don't think it's that bad. I don't I hate don't it. I don't like it. I think it's fine. I think. I think that the change. First of all, I think that Colin Farrell is a uh, pretty good as Jerry Dandridge, and also has fucking um, old uh, my truck smashed me, dude. My car ran over me. <laughs> Cliff Burton? <laughs> Cliff Burton. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Fucking, what's his name? Fucking, uh... People are screaming at me right now because I'm blanking. Uh, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin is the main character in there. Is he? Yeah. I didn't even recognize which him. Is a, which is a loss because he was a very good actor. and It was tragic how he died, even though I won't keep on making jokes about it. Um... <laughs> Because I'm heartless. <laughs> um, and I like, uh, I, I do like what they try to do with Peter Vincent in the remake. It's David Tennant. Right. <laughs> but he's like more like Chris Angel Mind Freak, which for that time made sense. That like, yeah, having a I horror mean, movie host would make and sense. I, ne- I can never hate on David Tennant. But. Yeah, he's, I mean, I'm not a Doctor Who person, but he's pretty great. Yeah, I saw he's coming back as Doctor Who, too. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck either. I hate Doctor Who. I've watched, like, two episodes of Doctor Who, and I could... Dude, I've tried. I've tried multiple series of Doctor Who, and I just... People love I'm it. I'm like, Doctor Who gives a fuck. People, people love it. Come they here. do. I mean, it's kind of like... I don't know. It's like Star Trek to some people. Yeah. Which is weird to me, because I love Star Trek. No, people, people adore Doctor Who, and all 97 versions of them, and all that, and... Lucha just like stretching on my leg with this little razor blade claws. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with the uh, remake. Um, but yeah, Fright Night 1985. I don't know if there's like a whole lot to say other than some. Because I mean, we could tear apart and make fun of it. But we all, we, but I don't think it's a movie we can make too much fun of. No, exactly. I, I mean, Fright Night is just a solid fucking movie. Yeah. Which may not be the type of episode that people want. But there you go. But that that's just it. It's a great movie. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch Fright Night if you've never seen it. Yeah, Check you're it out. wasting time. Yes. Um, we gave you a whole bunch of trivia so you can watch and be like, I remember when Rocky said that. Yeah. I remember when Blaze went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> or really. Oh. And then he farted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to our next segment. Another curation of Blaze's Cabinet of Video Game Curiosities. All right. So, what video game have you been playing? What video game? Was there uh, another video game you wanted to mention earlier? Oh, just the fact that I finally restarted playing the remake of Dead Space. Oh, yeah. Hey, stop How was that? that? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, is that the game we're talking about? No. Just kidding. I already knew that. <laughs> no. Um, I've talked about this guy a lot, Chillizart. Mm-hmm. Hold that. And grab that baby. There, potato. Sorry, I had to pick up this little potato baby. <laughs> this little potato baby. Oh, he looks so happy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are going to talk about Chillizart's new game called uh, Parasocial came out i think last month um i actually have a few games already loaded up because i've been catching up on games Mm -hmm. um but parasocial i really enjoyed because it was you know the last one i think we talked about of his was karaoke the one where you were trapped in the karaoke bar so this one that's how you fill at every karaoke bar yeah that's true i do feel trapped (laughs) this is awful no please (laughs) like but um (laughs) unless duck's there (laughs) That's it, and you'll never get that, and I'm never going to explain it. I completely it. forgot about that. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. Ne- we'll never explain this. We're never going to tell you this story. Just letting you know. 
<laughs> Even if you ever see us in person, you're no, like, that my lips who's, are sealed. Who's Duck? And I'm like, never, you don't need to know. Never gonna tell you who Duck he is. He's an enigma. <laughs> he is was. He is. I'm so perplexed by what that was. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna talk, stop talking about that, but because then you'll know. Then you'll know. Um. So parasocial is kind of a good. Um, more a modern thing to be afraid of uh, than some of the others because most of them are like stigmatized property and stuff like that, which is a pretty typical thing. This one, uh, you play as a uh, a uh, VTuber. You know what that is? Um, is that like something that's pornographic? Not really. I th- I think it's it's like when you. It, 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 they over they place over an anime character. <laughs> Not to a good start. <laughs> the, well, no, that's a, a real thing. Uh-huh. Like it's all over the place where like somebody's like playing games, but they turn themselves use a filter to turn themselves into the anime character uh-huh. and just it's, talk about the game that way. Like, uh, like oh ah, uh, like really stupid shit. That sounds awful. Yeah, people love that shit, and you know they're jerking off to it. Of course they are. Nice part is, is that you and me could do it and just look like hot anime girls and go, and, and then make money. And make money. And <laughs> get uh, cum done. Yeah. but um, That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah, money just, and cum. <laughs> I want to pretend to be an anime girl and get yeah. cam all so over. So it's a really popular, th- popular thing going on now. And uh, because people are sick freaks. Um so you play as one of these people, and so you play as a one of girl. these people. One of these people. Uh, so she's like a young girl in Asia. Uh, well, Japan, everything in Chilla's arts in Japan. But so you're playing as one of these VTubers, and she does game streams. And somebody sends you like this. The, she plays horror games. And it's cool because the game actually has smaller games built inside of it that your character plays while waiting. And uh, the first one is like, oh, you can't get past this first level. Guess we got to move on to something else. And somebody sends uh, a random game file. And she's like, all right, I'll try it. And they're like, please play my game. Please play my game. So she plays it. And it's very weird and obscure. And then when she's playing it, she's like, wait a minute, this is like my apartment and shit like that. <laughs> what the fuck? So you go on and you're like uh, talking with your friends and you're talking with uh, your ex who just keeps bothering you and he'll like show As up. exes do. Yeah. And be like, hey, you know, I, I saw so-and-so. Hey, I jerked off to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so... You have this other friend, and she comes over all the time. She's like, hey, I finger-blasted myself yeah. to you. But, so as you're going through, there's like you start running errands just like normal every day. It's like, oh, I forgot to get food today. I got to go out. I got company coming. I better go grab this. But as you do it, there's like this consistent figure that's following you. and it's, Shame. Yeah. Well, yeah, it should be. But <laughs> no, and... So uh, it just uh, eventually, uh, after running a few of these errands, it ends up speeding at you when you're trying to get in to your apartment. So you have to like close it out. But and it's this mix of her having visions of it and things actually happening. And eventually this this person you've kind of put together that the game file let them know where your location is. Because once you played the game file her anime character left, so everyone saw what she actually looked like and she had to end the stream. And you're like, you're just a regular person? I thought you were an anime girl. Flaccid. Immediately <laughs> flaccid. You're just a regular attractive person? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'll never jerk off to you again. <laughs> I thought I was going to get paper cuts on my dick. <laughs> like... So, eventually the dude breaks into your house. And you have to like hide through the house and blah blah blah, and eventually there's a tool that comes in to play that you had to use earlier in the game, and you have to kill him. But after you kill him, it depends on who you trusted whether you lived or not. Was because you find out if you trust the ex who is like giving you photos and saying your best friend's lying, and she's setting this up, or you can trust 
your best friend who also is saying there's some shady shit going on on the other side. So I'm not going to say what both endings are because if you play the, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do. Right. But you'll get a different ending. Yeah, how about way. you don't fucking tell me what to do, Blaze. I won't. I won't. You, if I want to jerk off to her as anime character, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I mean, you have every right. I want to add to the problem. <laughs> it's like, get her run errands as her. She goes to the post office like, holy shit, are you that girl I masturbate to? Yeah. I can't get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, it was totally like, it's. I love playing his games because it's like a consistent increase in quality every time. Right. And, like you're like, and these are all situations I would hate to be in. Yeah. Just on a normal day. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, I would hate to be a vlogger. Yeah, it's like, well, does anything scary happen? No, you're just a VTuber. I'm like, well, that would oh, suck. A VTuber, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I would hate to be at a karaoke bar. Yeah. I would hate to be stuck in traffic. I would hate but to be in a... But there's a ghost in the car. A shitty apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, it's fun. It's four bucks. Go play it. Yeah, Cool. All right. Well, that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Um, next week or next month or yeah. three months from now. Who knows? <laughs> uh, let's do Jack Frost 2. Hell yeah. <laughs> let's do Jack Frost 2. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to rewatch Jack Frost 1 just so I remember what happens in this next part of the saga. Oh, I won't have to rewatch. I already watched it. <laughs> yeah. I like Jack. We, we had a good episode talking about Jack Frost. Dude, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, Jack Frost 2. That'll be the next episode. Uh, get into the Christmas season. Christmas. Um, Christmas. But in the meantime, if you want to reach us, you wow. can. Oh, my gosh. You're going to break that chair. I am. Um man, they don't smell. Strangely enough, it's weird. Um, anyways, uh, Bladed Apples. Uh, at gmail dot well blade apples podcast at gmail dot com or sorry blade apples pod at gmail dot com. I was gonna say you made it. I or blade apples podcast on Instagram. Um, reach us at either of those places if you have any comments, questions, concerns, anything like that. Uh, we will answer or do a movie that you want us to do or what we're just desperate for attention. Love us. We'll pretend Care like for us. We'll pretend like we're anime women that you can jerk off to. Here, sucky, sucky. But yeah, if you have something you want us to talk about during the Christmas season, let us know. We'll talk about it. Um, shout out to Stefan Mize. Awesome guy. Does our artwork. Um, just saw Stefan. Uh, he just did a tattoo on me recently. I did a little mashup of John Carper's The Thing and Return of the Living Dead Yep, on my leg. Um, but check him out. Uh, he's an awesome guy. Check him out, Stefan Mize, on Instagram. More Crawling Panther Tattoo. Uh, he's also starting to tattoo more in Gainesville as well. So, California or Gainesville, Florida. Stefan Mize, easy on the eyes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and thanks to Blaze for figuring out this interface and being a great co-host. As always, anything you'd add? See you later. That's right. And remember, every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. Toodaloo. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.